Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, September 30th, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. So this week on Broadway will be recorded on Saturday afternoon because Peter Felicia will yeah. be at the BC EFA flea market on Sunday. You want to make sure that you catch Peter at the Theater World Awards table. You can visit me if you see me above my mask. Like, <laughs> I don't yes. know how you'll recognize this voice um, <laughs> yeah, and this never, four ten and a half stature. <laughs> it's hard to find. Impossible it's hard to find. To find. But let me tell you. If you're, right. if you're not already, you uh, will get recognized by your voice all the time the second you open your mouth. So uh, just don't do that. Well, like, oh, wait, guys, this is actually breaking news. Are you ready? Oh, boy. No, I'm serious. This is actually breaking news, oh, actually. No. A judge has removed Britney Spears' father from her conservatorship. Yay, we did it. I cannot believe we are starting the show this way once upon a one more time. Uh. Yes. Titular role. Oh, she's the titular um, role. Yeah, put Brady in it. Now she can do it. You know, we talked about, we talked to the choreographers, which we're going to be, you know, uh, putting out soon. Um, as soon as soon as Matt's, I guess, done with the edit mm-hmm. is, is the thing. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm useless is the point. But um, I'm super excited for her. And also just like knowing that that weight has been lifted off of literally society's shoulders, Seriously. knowing that this has been going on. So. Anywho, just wanted to shout that out because I literally got a CNN update. (laughs) See, I was like, I don't have anything open except the stuff that I need for the show. And I was like, what? Didn't get any kind of text messages or anything. Because usually when I get text messages for breaking news, it's theater related. Uh, And I was like, what the hell is happening as we record this podcast? Good things. Good things. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad to see that James Bond is is getting work again. I know um, it's really you know, nice setup and comer. <laughs> He'll be back on Broadway again. That's Daniel Craig from Logan Lucky. You're familiar, yeah. And he's going to star opposite the iconic Ruth Nega in a new production of Macbeth. I know what you're thinking. I miss Macbeth. What is going on with Macbeth? I haven't seen her in years. Well, this production is directed by Sam Gold. On top of the 100 other versions of Macbeth coming out this year, mm-hmm. which honestly... And every year I for like it. eternity. I don't even care. I like it. Yeah, that's very fair. <laughs> I don't even love Shakespeare that much, and I really enjoy this one. <laughs> so who... I don't know. Maybe I just love vengeance. Um, that's so it. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to start at the Lyceum Theater on March 29th, 2022, and open April 28th. You know, pending all things go okay, and yeah. and you know they're off of their Oscar wins. But um, I, I've seen all of my film friends, especially post about passing for Ruth and mm. um, how incredible her performance is, and that I loved her yeah. in Loving a number of years ago. She did Hamlet um, like right before the shutdown too, and the Josephine Baker. T- television series that oh, she's going to be starring God, in. Oh, God, yeah. can't yeah. wait for that. So she's on top of the world, and I'm actually just oh, really thrilled. Like, Sam Gold, you know, uh, as much as, like, we're, you know, white male directors right now, yeah. like, could take a seat. Um, I've always found him to be incredibly uh, giving as far as, like, a collaborator, especially for people of color, marginalized voices. So um, I- I'm-, I'm excited for this production is the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> no other words. <laughs> no notes. No notes. No notes. But yeah, yeah, all that. And also did King Lear, which was questionable. Uh, oh, don't, I don't remember her. No. <laughs> Who is she? Who is she? I am sorry to this man. 
see it, won't see uh, it, never will. Uh, I'm, I'm so happy that Ruth Nega is coming to Broadway. Well, yeah, um, this is her Broadway debut. Yeah, this yeah. is huge. Yeah, that's incredibly exciting. And uh, honestly, I mean, I, I love Daniel Craig. I'm happy to have him back, and he's no longer doing Bond stuff anymore. So after this coming film. Knives um, Out 2. Knives Out 2, baby. We love <laughs> to see it. Um, I'm... <laughs> I'm indifferent about the production because it's always like, okay, we're doing contemporary Shakespeare, groundbreaking. Um, but I'll see. I love Macbeth. I'm, I'm team vengeance with you. So yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll sure as hell be there. Hurt me with your words. Exactly. <laughs> Things that I don't say anymore. All right. So, uh, no, girl, oh, from, no. <laughs> Jesus. so girl from the North Country, of course, is returning to Broadway Life. We've talked about on Broadway Radio on October 13th with more casting announcements. So that's Colin Bates, Alex Joseph Grayson, Huso Simmon, Edward Stoudemire, and Anastasia Talley round out the rest of the cast. So I'm excited that they've, you know, moved some people around. Yeah. Um, they've added more swings. Like, this is exciting. And, and again, like, I, I don't want to prejudge the show. Um, I hope that, I'm you trying know, my best. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I want the best for any of these artists right now that I haven't had work in two years. That's so. the thing. That's the thing. Because I've, I've talked about how I feel about Girl from the North Country many times on the show. I didn't see it off-Broadway and didn't get to see it like when it was in previews or anything. Um, but I did see it when it was in London and not my favorite thing that I've ever seen. But I am really rooting for on Broadway, especially since it kind of like... It had a rocky start for sure because of the way they were advertising. And it's a really hard show to advertise to start with. But I'm rooting for all of these actors, as you said, coming back from such a long hiatus to get whatever win they can here. Yeah. So speaking of more actors that I was like, okay. Okay, go off. Uh, Matt was finally right about something. So the Moulin Rouge it's a miracle. tour. <laughs> it's a miracle. No, he's right uh, a lot. We just don't talk about it because we, we don't want to build his ego. That's not our podcast. Um, <laughs> all right. So the Moulin Rouge tour has named their stars Connor Ryan, who is an absolute treat, and Courtney Reed will star as Christian and Satine in the North American tour of the Tony winning, 10 time Tony winning Moulin Rouge musical. Uh, the tour is kicking off uh, beginning February 26th of next year in Chicago. Very cool. At the Nederlander Theater there. And then there are no other casting announcements for the show yet. They just wanted to name their like stars and then bounce. Um, yeah. We kind of knew this about Courtney did, in, in yeah. a way, but we thought, okay, Broadway. And then when that didn't happen, we were like, okay. But we didn't realize <laughs> they'd be launching the tour so quickly. And uh, that makes sense. They just got so many Tonys. It's it's really exciting for them. Yeah, it makes sense. You have that much press and you it's, it's this thing of like, that's such a spectacular looking show if nothing else spectacular spectacular <laughs> exactly that it is like the perfect touring show um, yes so i'm really thrilled that they're launching it as quickly as possible and this is a great cast like you said we thought courtney reader's coming to broadway um but she's gonna kill it on the tour it's yeah, really I mean- exciting I was sad, you know, that Cam- Cambodian rock band has kind of like fallen off a little bit because she yeah. was starring in it. And um, I want that to kind of have a resurgence, but it. I'll take it. 
You yeah, know, I'll take it. Exactly. Oh, it's nice, though, because Courtney Reed will be back in her um, hometown, not hometown, but where she went to school in Chicago. She went to Roosevelt University. So she's starting out the tour kind of where she uh, started her little musical theater career. So there you go. A fun fact from me. That's very fun. A little creepy. Um, (laughs) Let's take a moment. Why do I know that? Uh, Let's take a moment (laughs) from the show. Who's to say? We're going to take a moment from the show right now to talk about our Patreon for Broadway Radio. So we are, Ashley and I, literally after this, we are texting Matt frantically to get on so we can bring you more content on our roundtable discussions our interviews we we love discussions and we think that you like them too so please continue (laughs) to support us through our patreon subscriber base and engage with us across all social media platforms we're so excited to bring you all this great stuff especially since broadway is literally raising the curtain again so if you aren't already getting the news before everyone else make sure that you go to broadway radio for patreon that's patreon.com slash broadway radio So the new Tom Kitt and Brian Yorkie musical, The Visitor, alongside Kwame Kwe Arma, has delayed their start date at the public theater. This is interesting. So the public is delaying the show opening one week, citing a need for additional development time in light of conversations and commitments around equity and anti-racism. This has been an ongoing conversation with cast members, even, even before, like in their developmental stages, you know, bringing up their own concerns regarding elements of the show to their creatives. And according to Playbill, Tony winner Ariel Statue who plays Tarek, uh, requested to d- the director, Daniel Sullivan, that his character not speak with a Syrian accent, you know, to mm-hmm. accurately reflect his formative years spent in the U.S. You know, he says, my brown body needs to not be seen as an other anymore. I was literally having this mm-hmm. conversation about the public theater, especially um, mm. on Tommy on a Sunday with my friend Anish. And um, it's just, it's fascinating that they are vocalizing that this conversation is happening. I'm really appreciative of the fact that they're kind of coming to the yeah. table and saying like, this is happening and this is why we're delayed. They're not trying to guise it some other way and say, right. you know, we're not ready. Um, but I'm, I'm curious and I appreciate that that quote was used. Yeah, I think, as you said, I think the public being really open about this in terms of we are not ready to have this production because we are centering the wrong voices is really right. important here. Um, and I hope that sets some kind of precedent. I, 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 when I initially saw this story, I was a little bit concerned in the fact, um, you know, I'm assuming they've been in rehearsals for a little bit now. Um, so to have this coming out now felt a little weird of like, why, why is this only now a concern? I guess. Um, I can't remember when the movie came out. Yeah. I remember seeing it, I think before I even graduated high school. So it was in the, the late mm-hmm. aughts, maybe. Um, and it was, I wouldn't say it's, it's definitely not the most problematic movie I've ever seen, but it's definitely not aged well. So to kind of like, I'm glad they're making something out of that and hopefully updating it in many ways. And as you mentioned, Ariel, um, and his comments, uh, you know, I, I hope they are taking the steps that they need to kind of update that story and, you know, buff out the kinks there. Um, 
and just really, you know, you know, thinking about it after my initial reaction to seeing that headline and being like, why is this coming so late? Like, I'm glad this is happening as is. Like, they clear, I'm assuming that these conversations have come up over rehearsals. I'm assuming they came up over the past however long in hiatus. Um, and that this has been an ongoing conversation. And it, it, it kind of got to the point where they knew that they weren't ready. Like, that's what it feels like to me now. And I'm happy that's the case. I'm happy that they had enough recognition that no matter when those realizations came, that they came. Yeah, we we will keep you posted on anything mm-hmm. that we see. And uh, thank you. Thank you all for your transparency on this. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that there's more. So in, in some more delays, I hate to say that. Um, Letters of Suresh by Rajiv Joseph at Second Stage Theater is postponing again um we think this is like the third delay due to covid for the show but apparently a a company member has tested positive for coronavirus so that's bumping the show from october 4th now to tuesday october 12th that's not a huge bump but it's still a bump executive director uh katie kamara said in a statement a company member has tested positive performances are continuing with an understudy until they can uh, be cleared to return so didn't want to name who it was but uh oh (laughs) Uh oh Uh oh Yeah. Uh, frustrating. frustrating. Frustrating, obviously. Frustrating for everybody involved in the show. Frustrating for everybody that's working on it in some way. Frustrating just in general for theater. It's kind of like what we have to expect at this point. And I can only hope that like they're doing everything that they need to be doing behind the scenes. Because um, we don't really have that level of transparency. But it's you know it kind of just is what it is like i I, this is going to be happening a lot as we go forward both off broadway off off broadway broadway theater um even though we have like i would say because i was looking at stuff the other day of like uk versus broadway precautions and how different they are and broadway is really doing everything they can be doing to still keep the lights on uh, which is seemingly not the case at UK theater and it's like no wonder they shut down had to shut down so many times but I digress Mm -hmm. yeah I mean like most uh people I know are testing every single day yeah and they have to be within a within a window of antigen tests in order to do it so yeah well uh we hope that it doesn't continue to delay anything we just want people to get to work and we hope that it doesn't cost them because I what I hope is that it doesn't cost other people money you know, sure. it doesn't cost them their performance or rehearsal fees and, and all that stuff. So Definitely. Uh, people got to live anyways. Um, in an article for Broadway News by Caitlin Huston, if IATSE members vote to strike later this week, which is tomorrow when you guys are hearing the show, um, Broadway could like crumble for a moment. Um, Great. <laughs> yeah. Speaking I love of sh- starting it like that. Yeah. Speaking of shutting down and We're delays. On a low. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Ayatsi, you guys have been hearing about, I don't know if we've been talking about it a lot on Broadway radio, but mm. you know, the union includes stagehands, technicians, et cetera, on Broadway um, as like camera operators, designers, behind the scenes workers in TV and film. They're planning a nationwide vote to authorize a strike tomorrow, Friday. If members vote to strike, it could, you know, primarily impact the film and television industry. However, 
you know, it doesn't con- conflate any kind of like uh, deals they have with Ayatsi and the right. Broadway League. Right. However, the only Broadway production that had plans to record because this has to do with like productions that are scheduled to film yeah. is Waitress. But according to several sources familiar with, you know, what all's going on, sure. um, the shooting schedule is supposed to be completed before this potential strike. So because we know they're filming. Um, so yeah, uh, we don't know how this will affect, but it might, you know, uh, Caitlin does a really good job of telling us how that might happen in this article that we'll, we're linking you, but, um, we're, you know, we need to stay on top of all these union needs because the IATSE strike is very important. We need them to feel heard. We need their needs met. Um, this industry does not survive without the people that make it happen. So (laughs) I, I hope that they get what they need and that everyone's able to go to back to work uh, safely. That's, I couldn't possibly add any more or say it better. No notes. That's 100%. it. That's it, baby. That's it. Um, if you, finally, in recommendations, if you are a playwright, make sure that you head to SheNYC to submit your plays and musicals for the 2022 Ooh. Selection Festival. I'm so happy that I got over my imposter syndrome and submitted uh, my own show for SheATL Good. last year. Um, they're an incredible organization, nonprofit that I learned about through Women on Broadway, Women's Day on Broadway. Uh, they make theater accessible. They highlight marginalized voices. So even if you, you know, don't have a play to submit, send it to someone that you know that does. If they, you know, have not felt heard or seen by any theater organizations, like this is their time. So, yeah, I highly recommend that you do that. I know that they just opened their submission forms up and it's only uh, you can only submit until like November. So uh, if you're in the New York area, do that. If you're not, they have an Atlanta and an L.A. base. So do it. That's my recommendation. I'm appreciative and privileged that I am getting to see a lot of new theater this weekend. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you lots of updates on, on how that goes. Thank you. Uh, shout out to Matt Ross's team that uh, got to reach out to yeah. me. I'm super excited um, about a lot of plays that I'm seeing. So on Yay. that note, Ashley, do you have anything else to add? Oh. Do you want to just like dive in with everybody's talking about God. Jamie? In a <laughs> no, oh, we're doing that. That's all I know. <laughs> That's what we're doing because everybody's day. talking about it. Everybody want- is in fact talking about Jamie. <laughs> Especially the three of us on the Patreon. So go there. Go Go to our patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. Thank you for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This is Ashley. Thank you guys so much. We will see you soon and head over to our Patreon to hear us talk even more. Do it. (laughs) 